Welcome to another episode of I Call Next, where a group of guys from the D.C. suburbs call next on all the biggest sports topics of the week. And what a week it was last week, boys and girls. NFL Draft in the books, 2021. And at this time of year, this day of the week, every year, every fan of every team thinks they had a hell of a draft. Um, that can't be is, possible. Or not. Or not. It, it is impossible. But for some reason, every year, we all think the same thing. Our team killed it. Or you find a way to justify to, to your friends that we did kill it. Wait, hold on, right. hold on. I don't think Texans fans think that, think that they killed it. I don't think they had a bad draft. Okay, we'll get into that then, I guess. I guess we'll get into the Texans. <laughs> when we talk about losers, I will be bringing the Texans up. Don't um, worry. How do you want to break this down? Because the top 10 was interesting, right? Normally, top 10 uh, picks, for the most part, they're usually laid out. Like, you can, you can expect what to expect. Um, but not this year, right? The first two were in the books well before the clock started. But then from three on, it started, the dominoes were dropping. I guess let's just recap the draft and what you guys' takeaways were. So, like, why don't you lead it off, Rosh? What, what, let, do you want to talk about pick three? Like, how we were both wrong? About pick three, because we had a bet on it. I was wrong. Gogil was wrong. I think Pete was probably right. JK, were you on my side? I was no. on your side. I- like when I was going with the official mock, I think I went with uh, Mac. Mac. I don't remember who. Did, no, you went with Justin Fields. You I said was, there was no possible way that Mac Jones was going to go three overall. All right, then yeah, I went Justin Fields. Me. Yeah, I went Justin Fields. I sided with one of y'all. Been calling Trey Lance for two weeks. So Trey Lance was number three to 49ers, but then the rumors started popping off that morning, right? It came out that 49ers may have traded up to get to that number three pick, only to trade it to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. Right. Um, which makes a lot more sense than trading all these picks for Trey Lance, because I'm going to still admit that I'm not sold on him, even though I was wrong about him being the third pick. I don't know if you guys are sold on him, if it adds credibility, the fact that he was the third pick. Here's where I got. Okay. Number one, all of these guys, whoever they are, I don't care if they're Kyle Pitt, I don't care if they're Trey Lance, I don't care if they're Trevor Lawrence. Get a freaking dart, throw it at the wall. That's what they are. You don't know what you're going to get. You can have a first-round talent. You can have a first-overall pick, and you can just be a bump, right? Or, you know, like you can get like a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and they can be a day-one starter, like, you don't know what you're going to get. At the end of the day, all these guys are professionals now. We are going to expect a whole lot out of all of them. And it's, it's honestly whether or not they have that dog mentality. Like, do they want to put in the effort? They all have the skill set. Every yeah. single player that has made it to this level has the skills. They have the capability. They have the ability, at least, the God-given talent. But the thing is, how much do they want? How much do they want it? Right? If they want it, they can all get it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you uh, with what you're saying, minus the one name you said, Trevor Lawrence. Like Trevor Lawrence is the guy that's supposed to be the elite guy over every guy in this draft, right? Yeah. Now, whether he fulfills that duty or not, we don't know. But that one, you know that he was 100% lock in. Zach Wilson, I mean, we assume, but I mean, they could have stretched. They could have split that with Justin Fields or whoever they felt like doing. But I think, like you said, it makes it easier being at like that three position or four position that once those couple guys that we assume are more or less around the same, whether it's you know, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, whoever it is, right? As you kind of get a little bit lower in the draft, it makes the easier decision for you 
uh, you're less likely to be, you know, blamed for fucking up because you can say, well, two of those four guys were already gone. So we had a 50 50 chance and we threw a dart, like you said, between one of these two or like, you know, what uh, the Falcons did, right? They're like, all right, the best available player there that we can use is Pitts. We'll take Pitts because the other three are already locked in, three quarterbacks. So I, I get exactly what you're saying. And it, between all of them, I think it's, it's a throw of the dart who comes out on top. But obviously in this draft, Trevor Lawrence is that one guy that's he's removed from the rest of the draft. Yep. Question. What was the question? I forgot the question. I, we're, we're talking about Trey Lance and whether, I mean, obviously way too early. To oh, know. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, let me say this. I don't think he's going to play more than, what, we have 17 games this season? Eight games. He's not starting the season. He's going to sit on the bench and learn the playbook. He may not play at all this season, in my opinion, as long as Jimmy G doesn't get hurt. And if they're not, like, crapping the bed, they're doing okay. I don't know why he'd be on the field. Yeah, this is, I mean, they're trying to craft him, right? Like, exactly. Like, like Arash, I think Arash was mentioning last week where I heard that they wanted the guy that, okay, maybe he's not the best, you know, quarterback given at this moment versus Justin Fields. Maybe he's more ready, but the ceiling for him is higher. And they're like, we want to get that guy that we can put him behind Garoppolo. We don't have to let him play. We can let him play some games, but let's groom him and craft him to be that long-term quarterback with the highest ceiling that we can use. Yeah. And that's why I think, like I kept saying, I was like, they wanted that third pick because they had a quarterback in mind that they're like, okay, he might or might not be available, but we know this is the guy we want. So we're going to get there to that third pick and we're going to take Trey Lance and we're going to be like, we're gold. We're, we're using this as a long-term growth opportunity versus a quick quick one and done or quick two where we're like oh didn't work out let's see if we can trade we can do whatever we can with it unpopular opinion i look at trey lance i see a better version of uh colin kaepernick a guy that's quick a guy that has an arm and he's playing for the 49 so like i think this is them trying to say like hey like we were most successful with kaepernick let's get a guy like him it was a whole other regime beforehand. It was a whole yeah, other I, I mean, I know it was a full other regime, but like, look, like they wanted, like they were more better. They were better with a more athletic quarterback under Kaepernick than they've been with Jimmy G afterward. I mean, that's what that's what Shanahan wanted, right? A guy that can run. Yeah, it appears no that there, right. There's no surprise, so that's that's the attractive nature of that pick as well. He's like, I want a guy that can scramble, a guy that can throw the ball, a guy that can be able to get out of you know situations extend the play right i think this i think that um shanahan's gonna live and die by this pick now you've oh, moved yeah. up to three 100 i mean you moved up to three you're gonna live and die and then you went for the stretch guy that was falling out of everybody's analysis of like where they were being scouted like you took the least experienced dude you're gonna live and die by this if you don't go to the playoffs this year fine you don't go to the playoffs next year i don't know the hot the seat might be getting hot so that I makes, think oh, that makes sense that that's what he's doing, but what's wrong with that? Right. That that's what, that's what you got to do sometimes. You no, gotta, I mean, I, I understand, I understand that, but I, you moved up for him and I, they're there. We don't, we can't like rewrite history or anything and figure out if he would still be there. Or if you had, if you could have gone only up to nine, not three and spent next year draft capital on this. Right. So you've mortgaged right. your future. Or you could have taken Justin Fields at three and let's say he's a bus. the same thing. You're still in the hot seat. Sure. Like, and, and damn, it, you got Sure, I agree with you. I just think that, like, part of me always thought that they shouldn't have moved up because they could have gotten somebody. And then you wouldn't I be agree. mortgaging your future. But that, that goes back to the whole fundamental statement they were saying is they figured out that this is the guy that's going to work in the long term. And they're like, we're going to go to three to take it and not even take a chance on a different guy. Sure so 
Fair so exactly what you said is all his eggs are in one basket. They, he knew what he was doing is why he moved up to take that one guy. I, I agree. It's just that history seems like it's, it repeats itself along with the, a lot with these move up to get your quarterback yes, and yes, it doesn't sure. work out. So that part of I'm just, I'm pointing the obvious. I'm pointing out the obvious that he doesn't I agree with, but I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it because you knew that's exactly what you're doing. Now, yeah, if yeah, yeah. I buy it, that, that's, that's what I'm more happen. so just saying that I don't agree with it, but that's fine. I don't agree with what they did, but like, I mean, I guess we'll see if they win a Super Bowl this year and Trey Lance is the guy holding up the trophy, then I'll eat my words for it. But I don't know if that's going to be happening. I don't even know if they're the best team in their conference or division right now, to be honest with you. I agree with everything each of you just said. I do think he's similar to Colin Kaepernick, but I think the opposite. I think he's a worser version of Colin Kaepernick, but time will tell. I also think Kyle Shanahan's going to live and die. Not just him. Um, what, what, what's their GM's Ron name? Lynch. John Lynch. Him yeah. too. I think he's yep. just as much on the line with this pick. Mm-hmm. Remember, they gave up two first-round picks and a third to swap first-round picks. So their net loss is two more first-round picks and a third. That's a lot to give up. In I say in three years, Trey Lance is no longer the starting quarterback. And probably in the same three years, Kyle Shanahan is no longer the starting head coach. Whether Lynch is still there, we'll see. But I think, just like you guys said, this is going to define their career. They'll either be looked yep. at legends or they'll be unemployed yeah. um, from their position. Let's keep going, right? Yeah. Uh, Kyle, or Kyle Pitts, number four, Atlanta didn't trade out. Number I think they really, I understand that there's a whole thing of like, you need to get value for that pick. I just think their defense is so bad and they needed offensive line help that they really should have taken an offer. I, I don't know what was on the table. Obviously, I don't know, but I really think they should have made something work because yeah. like, is this team overall, like if you look at their whole draft, they're not, any better right now like they're slightly better on offense now you got two stud receivers you got two yeah, but, tight ends this is what I, I this is what i'd say with like even Wait, like who, the main their other tight end so they have hayden hurst but just today they opted out of picking up his fifth year option yeah. he's on his rookie deal and remember last offseason they traded a second round pick to acquire hayden first from baltimore and now they're opting out from his contract obviously because they have kyle pitt i just think that if you can't keep like we're gonna say like i'm gonna say with um Joe Burrow, if you can't keep him upright, what's the point in weapons if you can't keep him upright? And that, that's why I think that. I, I also think they could have gone with Sewell, but, I mean, it is, I, I don't hate the pick. I've, I've opened up to Kyle Pitts because I've watched a bunch of his, like, random tape looking at um, uh, Jamin Davis. So I've opened up to the idea he might be good. So they used their third, their fourth round pick. Oh, I'm sorry, their third round pick to pick up an offensive tackle out of Michigan. But, yeah, obviously. That was a good pick. Player. I mean, he fell. It was a good pick. Um, okay. Kyle Pitts, surprising, but you, he should have gone four, um, and he did. We're finding the highest six. selected tight end in NFL history. You know that? Really? Damn. Yeah. That's, a lot, that's a lot of, like, that's a high bar to live up to. Um, if anybody could do it, it's probably him, but let's see. I mean, in reality, he kind of blew up in these last, like, six months. Before then, I had never heard of but, him. But to be fair, like, I feel like the tight end position is a poor man's running back position, right? Like anytime you don't see running backs get picked in the top five anymore. It used to happen all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Saquon's the last one because like he was godly, right? Mm-hmm. You barely get like a running back going in the first. This year we had two, but like it's it, like everyone says like, don't take a running back in the first round. It's worthless, right? Right. I'm starting to see the value of, why are you going to take a tight end in the first round? There's so many other better positions that you can go with. Yes. Yeah, more valuable positions to go with. But yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts is a freak of nature. You can kind of toss this up to being like, 
the Saquon Barkley of running back or tight ends mm-hmm. in this draft. And he's not in a bad situation, right? He's with Matt Ryan. Like, the guy is going to get the ball. And it's not like he's, he's going to have to go and get it. Like, it's, it's the best of both worlds. You got an accurate quarterback and you got a freak of nature tight end. If, if he's going to show out, I mean, it's with him right there from the get-go, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let, let's, let's figure out what happened at five. Because from five on, things just shifted. Everybody knew Bengals are either going for Jamar Chase or Pan A. Sewell. I think Gogo was one of the people that said they're going to go Jamar Chase. They're going to link up the their boys. I always huh? thought there was, I, I, said, thought was, I said Jamar Chase. Okay. And I'm Pan A. Sewell. I, was I also that. thought Pan A. Sewell. But unanimously, no matter what you thought about five, everyone thought Miami would do the other option. If you go Jamar Chase at five, everyone thought Sewell would go to Miami. Or if you thought Sewell was at five, we all thought Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins took Jalen Waddle. You weren't in that boat? I was not in that boat. I said that they were going to go with one of the Alabama receivers. And I think that's a mistake. Like, I think they whiffed here. Detroit got a gift with Panay Sewell dropping mm-hmm. to them at seven. Here, here's what happened. The Eagles won out on the wide receiver selection between them and the Dolphins. Because if that proves to be true, then yeah, Miami will look even worse. Yeah. So personally, you you look at the Eagles, right? They traded out of that sixth pick with Miami, and they still got the better Alabama wide receiver. That like, could be the case. Like, I mean, everyone granted, agrees we don't with know you. what's going to happen. Not everyone agrees with you. Yeah, that's according to you. You think Devontae Smith. And Philly also had to pay to move up to get him, right? This, this, this is what's so tricky about this year's draft. You have so many players that were injured for most of the year or opted out or they had shortened seasons that because of their potential, they're still getting drafted so high, mm-hmm. right? Like, Penny Sewell didn't play this year. Mm-hmm. Still a top ten pick, right? Jamar Chase did not freaking play. Terry Lance played one game, right? Like, it's, we it's don't feel like we said in the beginning. It's one of the weirdest drafts with a lot of opt outs, right? Uh, yeah. Potentially two years, right? People might have had uh, injuries in 2019, set out 2020. So you got over a year, year and a half. Some some of these people only have stats from 2019. Yeah. But anyways, back to this, right? Arash, I think what we were discussing in the room as we were watching the draft was. What are they going to do? Are they going to give help to protect their quarterback? Or are they going to give him an out to throw to when he's basically right. running to save his life? I would have expected, like you said, I thought they would have made a gun with any soul to at least help, help him out, right? Help to go out. But instead, they thought... Season-ending injury. I know he rolled out when he got hit, but yeah. still he had to roll out because he was getting chased. You, would, chased. you would think that with them keeping him right like throughout the season there we nobody knew what was kind of going on there with him if it's magic and then fits magic coming back in towards the end of the season and everyone's like what what's going on and now that you know they kept him got rid of fits magic you would assume that you're gonna do everything you can to save this guy right like that's healthy quarterback is first and then get him the 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 you know receivers to throw to but i don't know i guess we're gonna see whether it was a good good roll of the dice or not yeah the funny thing is so Alabama quarterback in Miami, Tua, gets an Alabama receiver that he used to play with, Waddle. Same thing mm-hmm. in the Philadelphia. Alabama quarterback, um, Hurts, gets an Alabama receiver that he used to play with, Devontae Smith. I thought that was pretty cool. And, and um, Burrow got Jamar Chase. Yeah. Burrow got his boy, too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, let's rattle these off really quick. So Sewell goes to Detroit. There was a video that went viral of the in, inside their draft room, how they were so ecstatic that they got him. Good pick. That was a good pick. 
Best Great plan pick. available. Yeah. Great pick. Um, eight, I was flabbergasted. Um, really? No one had Carolina going for corner. Most teams had them trading out. You had them going corner? Yep. I had them going JC Horn. Really? Because I, I, Pete was with me and I called it right in front of him. You got to go Patrick Sertain if you're going to go corner. I assume Patrick Sertain as well, but correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't JC Horn the bigger, the bigger yeah, he guy, is. right? He's a bigger guy. Taller? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly why this was one of the shittier picks in the draft. JC Horn oh, not bigger. is a man cover. He's a man cornerback. Man, a man tall. guy. He's not taller. He's, he's not, not taller. He's shorter. He's one inch shorter. Okay. He's one inch shorter and he's lighter. That's what I was telling. That's what we were talking about, right? But All he's the better man to man cornerback. He's the better man to man quarter cornerback. He's a press guy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Patrick Sertan is more of the cover corner, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm flabbergasted on this pick because even though I knew all the reports said like, yo, they like JC Horn a lot. He's a great corner. He's a better man-to-man guy. They run a cover defense. Mm-hmm. Why would you not go with the cover corner? To be honest with you, at this pick at that given time, when they took J.C. Horn, I was celebrating. I was like, this is great. This is awesome news. Uh, you took the guy that we thought would fall to us. I'm like, this is perfect. Like, as a Cowboys fan, you want J.C. Horn to go there. Dude, yeah. Dallas, in the matter of like 10 minutes, went from so excited because Patrick Sertain didn't get picked. J.C. Horn got picked. And Denver, from all the mocks that I saw, wasn't projected to take a corner. I thought they'd take a quarterback. Or right. that was, That's what everyone was thinking. Denver already has Kyle Fuller and what's his name, Darby. I don't right. understand why it's. So hold on, hold on. Let's get to that. Let's, let's, league, up, let's wrap up number eight and then let's move to nine because that flows into the next couple of picks. So anything else on 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 number eight? Because I like JC Horn pick. I like the pick. I think he's an aggressive corner. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna work. I honestly think it's going to work. It's a man like corner it. in a cover system. Yeah, it's fine. They'll figure it out. You can look, look at Nami Asamoa when he went from the Raiders to the Eagles. Wait, that was after that. type of system. Yeah, yeah, That was way later in his career, too. And at corners the, don't last that long. Day, I agree with you. It's, it's not – I think it's not what they should have done, but it's not a terrible pick, right? These no, two not, not terrible pick. There, and we're saying they're not equally, but very close to be interchangeable, like where we were happy with get, getting J.C. Horn if we didn't get Patrick Sertain. So it's not a terrible idea, but for coverage-wise, you'd think you would take that guy. I wouldn't call it a reach. It's, it's a swap right. of one and two. I, right. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's terrible. If Matt Rule got that wrong, he will be held accountable. Like, he will get a lot of shit because he had Patrick Sertan in his fingertips. Absolutely. Absolutely. Both of them could Absolutely. be bust. Both of them could be great. We're going to see. But Denver, I can tell you, was pumped when Patrick Sertan was there. And Dallas was shocked when corner and corner got taken Two picks right before them because all the mocks we saw was Dallas Patrick Sertain. Dallas Patrick Sertain. Yeah. I kept telling you guys, I was like, I don't know. Like, I was telling Gogo and Jackie, I'm like, I don't know if he's going to be there. And they're like, why wouldn't he be there? I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like after number three, some, some fuckery is going to happen in their draft and it's going to jack everything up. Denver just shocked the world, bro. I can't tell you how I happy I am. I thought was. they would have taken Justin Fields here. Who would? They're going Denver? for. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was so mad when Carolina took J.C. Horn because I saw Patrick Sertain going to Dallas. And then when Denver took him, I, was, I won the lottery. I was so happy. Um, you should have seen me yet. My, I just sat there with my dude, jaw dropped like. He basically looked at his phone, put it down, and was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And we made a rule not to announce any pick. And he's like, I saw it. And I was like, I by your body fucking, language, I, I can tell you're not happy. Seconds of my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, you really can't be on your phone because they somehow Twitter finds it right before like it happens. Yeah. Um, can, can we just say, okay, what do you guys think about this Denver pick? What's the, in my opinion, it's what's the point? Like, I don't see why. Can't have why enough go corners. For Huh? Can't have enough corners in but you can now. have enough like like offensive linemen. You can have a new quarterback. You can have so many things that, unless they know they're getting Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. Man. When Denver's defense was great, it was a keep to leave. It was Harris and it was Roby. They had three solid corners. Yeah, they yeah. had um, who was that safety number forty three? The little dude, TJ or something. Uh, TJ Ward. Yeah, man. They I'm had a from. solid secondary, but they had three good corners. You can never have enough corners. I, don't, I agree. With, I, I partly agree with you, Arash, that it's not a bad pick in the sense of getting a solid corner, but I think they had bigger needs at hand in the pick. This is where you have to debate between need versus best player available. If you're a bad team, if you're a bad team, unless I think you need to take the player that's going to, you can take whoever you want, right? But I think that, like, they, you, if you have an abundance of one position, why go for that position? Like, but then you're reaching, right? This is this is the exact example of drafting based on best player available or so, reaching for me. Hold on. I, I, I think a little I think there's a little bit of a twist here. I agree with what you're saying, but I feel like there's still multiple good picks on the board versus just the best. Like you could have maybe slightly tweaked it for one of your needs as well. So let's look okay, at the well, all right. players. Wait, wait, wait. Let, I, I understand the Justin Fields one. I get that. Yeah. But some could say that. You, you don't believe in Justin Fields, right? Like, if, if he's not your guy, he's not your guy. But who else below that would you put on the same level as Patrick Sertain? Like, the, I, when you look at Patrick Sertain in this draft, he's amongst Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Trevor Lawrence, as far as best player at that position. Tier two. He's a tier down from them. He's definitely a tier down from them. I'll say a tear down from them, but I'm saying like, would you rather have Patrick Sertain or Devontae Smith? Patrick For them, they don't need Devontae Smith either. <laughs> exactly. So I'm saying like, they took best player available, period. Like, I mean, like I, I'm looking at like the draft order. And I'm like, I, I would put, I, I can argue Justin Fields, but like if he's I would argue, not your style quarterback, he's not your style quarterback. I don't remember the offensive line, but I would put Slater in the same realm as Patrick Sertain. They were talking about him being the best tackle. In, co- in competition with um, Penny Sewell. I would argue that um, you could put Mac Jones in there. I, I don't know what they're doing at quarterback, in my opinion. I really don't. And if they get Aaron Rodgers at the end of this, then I'll shut the fuck up. Because if they get Aaron Rodgers at the end of it, then this all makes sense and I'm fine. Can I do if something we plan, then, if, it, if it's Aaron Rodgers, then I'm like, good, do, do what you need to do. But Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be happy with a pick that was in defense anyway. <laughs> as happy as I was that Cowboys got screwed, I got to give them so much props because their damage control was impressive. Yeah. So they traded with a division rival and picked up an extra third to move back two spots. But in reality, they moved back one spot because someone that got traded in between their original spot at 10 and 12 was a quarterback, which they were never going to draft anyways. Right. So they moved back one spot, got the best linebacker in the draft, and picked up an extra third round pick. Unbelievable, great maneuvering when you probably would devastate it, but you just stayed focused. But you gotta also on the flip side, the Eagles screwed, I think, screwed the Giants. They totally screwed the Giants. Too. Oh, hell yes. Because the Giants wanted Devontae Smith. Let's and it, yeah, let's move into that, right? So Raj kicked it off. So let's we're past pick nine. So now it gets pretty interesting. Yeah. Pick 10, Cowboys won the clock. And as you said, they were quick with it. They're they're uh, they came up and I was like, 
almost a gasp of relief where I was like, oh, thank God, we're not going to shoot ourselves in the foot because we're like, shit, whoa, the two guys we thought would be there are gone. Smart, mm -hmm. take that trade, move back, and still pick up the same guy that we would have got in that spot anyway. So yeah. great move. about now the field trading in. Great move. Eagles must love Devontae Smith. And they knew Giants needed a receiver. So Giants mm -hmm. were going to draft Devontae Smith. Now let's also give props to the Giants. The next pick also got traded by them. What did they pick up? Yeah, but they when we get to it, they botched their pick. In my opinion, they botched their pick. They may have botched a pick, but they picked up an extra first next year, a fourth and a fifth. That's good value. Um, they moved back a considerable number. They went from 11 to 20, but that's not bad. Um, your, your guy was taken. Your receiver was taken. They ended up picking the next biggest threat at receiver at number 20 in Kadarius Tony out of Florida. But I yeah. thought Giants and uh, Cowboys, great job trading back and getting value when your guy was taken minutes before. So what do you guys can think I, about the Devontae Smith something? pick? Yeah, go ahead. Can I tell you something? When I look at Kadarius Tony, I just see bust. I, I don't see it as... He's more of a Josh Doxson, in my opinion, more of a Jalen Rager or whatever. Like the guys that get picked in the front, Nikhil Harry, whatever, like they get picked up pretty high, but they don't end up producing. Right. Like it's not like that first round wide receiver, like how, uh, like some of these, like Calvin Ridley, who killed it and is still killing They're good. it. They you got, know, like, they got Tony to replace Sterling Shepard because Sterling Shepard's hurt every hour of the day. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to play the slot. And it, it, he may not be bad, but, like, you really didn't need a receiver. And he, I don't even think he was the best player available at the moment. So, like, I know I we're going to he was the best down. receiver available. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, Bateman was still – Rashad Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, Rashad Bateman was still there. That, if you're going to pick there, you might as well take him. But, I mean, I guess they must have saw something else. But going back to the other receiver, Devontae Smith, how do you guys feel about the Eagles pick with Devontae Smith? I hope they both end up being bust. Devontae Smith is so skinny, man. Like, it's wild. He, he was looking fresh in his suit. He did. I like that suit. Yeah. But when you look at his suit, man, like, that thing is tailored to the bone. No, they had to get the little, the little um, tie so it would stay on him because <laughs> he was wild. too skinny for it. I know he's an athlete. And so, like, I'm happy Eagles got him because if he's a bust, that's great. Um, but let's see. I'm, I'm low on him, and I don't think many people are. I think people are high on him. The more, the more that I keep reading about this guy, the more that I think this is a home run hit for them. Because, A, Jalen Hurts is the type of guy that's going to work his ass off. And he's a, he has that dog mentality. And I feel like he has the arm strength to get that ball downfield for Devontae Smith. So... I just feel like it's two guys. They, they're familiar with each other. They know how to, they both are very hardworking guys. And, you know, they're in a system that they like to pass the ball. Granted, like, I don't know how this new regime is going to be, but, you know, historically, every time that the Eagles get a new system in place, they've, they've killed it. They've always killed it. Even going back to like when Chip Kelly was the guy, they went to the playoffs. I think they won like a good like 10, 12 games that year. So I'm more afraid of the Eagles than I think I should be, but like, I always know. And on top of that, they, they replaced um, Kelsey, right. In as the cent, not right away, but you know, he's, his career is ending and Landon Nickerson in the second round, you give him a year to just rest and it comes back. He's yeah. going to, that's going to be wild. 
they got lucky with him because he was hurt last year. Because that guy's a first round pick this year if he wasn't hurt. That's, yeah. Ugh. But I dude, that. I hate that, that. I, I'm not going to put too much into that because there's lots of guys that should have been first round picks that weren't first round picks because they got injured and they come back and they're not the same. And with it's ACL tear, huh? ACL tear. It's fine. ACL tears aren't anything. Not too worried. They just take time. They just to they're, give you like they're six big for alignment, man. They're no, big they're for alignment. They're fine. Morgan Moses has like three a week and he still keeps playing. <laughs> Not ACL tears, though. I know. I, I, I know. Knee sprain, same thing. <laughs> um, who's after this? All right. Can we talk about Justin Fields, please? And how I think the Bears, they, hey, hey, listen, I'm going to grade it right off the bat. A plus draft. A plus draft. <laughs> Everyone thinks so. Yes. I love the move. Oh, you know man. why? Here, I'll tell you why. They, A, he's a quarterback that's slipping. B, he is a guy that, you know, like I think he showed it in the national champion or in the championship game. He was hurt. He was, he was trying to ball. He was trying to do everything that he could do for his team. Clemson, he, he basically made Trevor Lawrence's bitch during that game. So, like, dude, he, if I'm the Bears, no matter what, you got to try for a quarterback. Like, you have to try. Like, it's not like, oh, okay, just because we've busted on, like, the past 30 quarterbacks doesn't necessarily mean they shouldn't make an attempt for the next quarterback, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. all right, whatever's in the past is in the past. You got a new guy in place. You got to try it out with him. You got to get pieces around him. He, it's not like he has some dull wide receiver. He has Allen Robinson. And I think they drafted another wide receiver later, too. And, dude, like, they're trying to put him in a position to win, and I, I love the pick. I love their draft. It's not even their pick. You get like Justin Fields, then you get Tevin yeah. Jenkins in the second. You move back up, and then you get another. You don't have a pick till the fifth, but you get another tackle, and then you get a and then you get a halfback. You're just loading pieces around Justin Fields, so Khalil he can be good. Yeah, Khalil Herbert. You're just and you already have Allen Robinson. I I love their draft. I'm not a, I'm not a Bears fan, but yo. I, even even if Justin Fields is of quote unquote bust, no one's gonna be mad that you moved up to at least get somebody better than Andy Dalton or supposedly better than Mitch Trubisky at this point. I I, I think that it was it was the right move. And worst case, you fire the entire coaching staff at the end of this year anyway. You're going to because they're not going to be successful, and you get the guy for Justin Fields so he can be successful. Well, it cost them an extra first, a fourth, and a fifth. I That's think funny. it has heartbreak for Chicago written all over it. That city is going to be mourning. They're already heartbroken. Dude, they have Andy Dalton They're right now and had Mitch Trubisky for years. They're already heartbroken. They can't get worse. serviceable. I, I it's agree. It's not, not whatever, whatever happens, this is not going to be worse than Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, exactly. This is not going to be better than Mitch Worse than no, Mitch but they're paying more, right? So in, when Mitch Trubisky got drafted, Chicago just moved up one spot from three to two. They right. gave up two thirds and a fourth, right? That's all they had to pay. Here, they're paying a first, a third, and a fourth. We'll never look back on this draft and be like, look at all the quarterbacks that went ahead, that they could have gotten instead of Justin Fields. In that draft, we look at all the quarterbacks they could have gotten instead of Mitch Trubisky. And that's why that's so much worse. The other thing, Arash, <laughs> that I'll tell you this much, we look back at the Washington trade for, the, uh, for RG3, right? We moved up a bunch. We gave up a lot, mm-hmm. right? It didn't necessarily work out for us, but all the players that they traded for and got, like, it's not like they got Aaron Donald with those picks. Right, but that's not, that shouldn't be justification yeah, that yeah, our yeah. trade was good. That's they, not, they, that's, our, our, I'm more than happy with our RG3 trade. You know why? Because we actually won the division. 
when that had year. not happened in like tw- yeah i was like you got one year out of it it was <laughs> that's one fine i'll take that one year i'll take one year of winning the division rather than 13 years of before that I'm always losing or you can do something different and get more than one year uh, more I than think, 13 i think the trade was two first round picks in a second and i'd rather have those three players than rg3 um i get what you're saying i definitely get it and who knows? We could have drafted those three guys, and we could have never won that one division that we won with RG. So I get it, but if like I want draft, more speed at it than less. You also got to factor in the injuries and stuff like that, right? Like that—that that you can't tell. And given maybe he wasn't injured, he might have done better for you guys in the long term. But that's here's hearsay. Right now, you don't know with injuries when you factor those in. If they didn't draft a quarterback this year, they would draft a quarterback next year. Andy yeah. Dalton wasn't a long-term solution anyway, right? I, so. Yeah. So it's like, I like the trade because it's not my team. Like now it's exciting to watch Chicago this year. We're all yeah. going to look forward to those games. We want to see what Justin Fields got. I just think Agreed. it has heartbreak written all over it for that city. But let's see. Um, we're not going to go through all the first round picks for those listening. So don't dread it. I do want to hit on a couple. Micah Parsons, number 12, great pick by Dallas. Um, he sat out. He was one of the guys that didn't play last year. He's got some off the field issues. He's got a lawsuit against him from a former teammate um, for harassment and sexual abuse. Um, but honestly, I think they did a good job. And Dallas is the type of team that takes chances on these kind of players and right. gives the benefit. So, yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, if there's a team that's going to give a, a push on that, it'll be the Cowboys. They, they've dealt with this plenty of times in the past. But, like, you got to think about it, right? He's 6'3", 235. He runs a 4'3", 9'4", and he's got 34-inch vertical. Sorry. He's so versatile. You can put him in the 3'4", the 4'3". You can move him around. Um, it's, it's huge. Like they I'll, need him. Sean yeah. Lee's retiring. They and didn't even pick the two guys they have, uh, Van Der Esch is always injured. And Van Der Esch did, they, they did not pick up his fifth-year option. Ooh, I didn't no. know that. Yeah. That's big. I, I yeah. thought they really liked him. I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, so they did not um, pick up his fifth-year It's the injury proneness that's going on with him right now, right? Like, he's basically the new Sean Lee with injuries, so. Yeah, it's sad to hear. Um, we're not going to go through all the first-round picks. Let's just talk about 14. Jets one of the teams that traded up and paid big um, to get the USC lineman. They gave, they swapped first with the Vikings, gave up two thirds, got back a fourth. Was it worth it in your guys' eye? This was one of the guys we thought maybe Washington may draft. Yes. Yep. You got a young guy, you got no help. You, you need to protect him. So he played left tackle in college. Not every team in the NFL thinks he can play left tackle at this level. Some people see him as a guard, similar to the Brandon Sheriff situation. Um, it's not that bad. You're giving up two-thirds. You get one-fourth back. It's not as bad as I thought. I thought Vikings did a hell of a job. They moved back, and they still got Derisaw, the Virginia Tech offensive yeah. lineman, who everyone thought was going to be the pick at 14 where Minnesota was anyways. So they kind of did what Dallas did. They moved back and still got the guy, um, a good guy. Um, yeah. Mac Jones falls to Bill Belichick. This is exactly, exactly how we planned it. Is I, what- probably. <laughs> this is, if Mac Jones does well, is the reason Kyle Shanahan will get fired because everyone will look at you could have got Mac Jones, Bill Belichick got him, and he didn't have to spend as much as you spent to move up to three. Also, two yeah. completely different systems. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Mac Jones could be a bust, but I like I like that he fell there. I want to see what happens. Yeah, it, it definitely makes it interesting and fun. I we'll we, about- we we skipped Rashawn Slater in the Chargers, and I also just want to say that's a perfect pick. For mm-hmm. the perfect place, and the Chargers also had an amazing draft. Um, yeah. They they centered it all around Herbert, so I just wanted to throw that out there. That's yeah, another like A plus draft. 
I don't want to hit on all the players because yeah, yeah. maybe some of these players are the people we yeah, say yeah. are the biggest busts or the biggest steals. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'll just hit on a few, right? Obviously, Washington, the local team, Jamin Davis, Kentucky linebacker, two Virginia Tech players going back to back, 22 and 23, Farley and Derisaw. And yo, are we, we're not talking, but we're going to talk bust separately, right? Or yes. bad picks or whatever. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll save it then. I'll save it. I'll and say. the only other notable one I'll say is Travis Etienne, Clemson running back, Clemson quarterback playing with each other. Jacksonville picks up both of them. I don't know if it's the best pick. It works but... for it works for Urban Meyer system, right? That's what I was reading. Is that that's it just works for Urban Meyer system. It's gonna work. So Perhaps. it should work per se. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, if you end up getting a thousand yard rusher in the first round, it's not the worst worst thing in the world. Yeah, right? definitely not the worst. I won't announce any other first round picks unless you guys have one that you wanted to identify before we go to the NFC winner of the draft and the um, AFC winners of the draft.